Oi, oi, hi guys. Welcome to Football Talk, where we talk about football. And no, that's a lie. We actually don't talk about football. Well, we talk about football most of the time, unless we're talking about Arsenal. Because, like, Arsenal doesn't play football. We don't recognize them as a football team anymore. They've been giving us beer rubbish. <laughs> but yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get into that soon. We're just going to ask the gang how they're feeling. Today, I'm joined by Gaz and Octavian the First. Kendrick Lamar calls himself a clamor. This man calls himself Octavian the First. <laughs> How are we doing, How are we doing? Amen. Thank you for that intro. First of all, shout out to Oklahoma. <laughs> You're an upcoming rapper. He's, he's hot on the block. Make sure y'all check him out. Um, <laughs> pretty confident guy for someone who hasn't dropped an album, but yeah, I like him. Okay. Anyways, I'm good though. I'm all right. Yeah, we're just out here, man. Been waiting to discuss. Yeah, the controversy that happened on the weekend, but yeah, I'm all right, man. Can't complain too much. I feel that. I feel that. And guess how we doing, boy? We good out here, bro. Just angry at the league trying to set up a narrative of Liverpool being in the title race, bribing Anthony Taylor, you know the deals, even the menu contingent with a with a lucky foul. Just everything didn't go our way. Every team won except for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, you know how they have to force the balances. But like, yeah, now I've I've got I've got a few controversial takes as well. But we'll get into it with moderation in it, with moderation. I'm just gonna go straight into the premier. We'll discuss transfer news later because I'm sure I'll be sued if I don't discuss transfer news at the end of this thing. But like, I want to go into the prem first. And obviously, let's just go straight into it. There's the Liverpool-Chelsea game. I'm just going to give a quick recap on that. I mean, this game was played at Anfield. Kai Havertz opened the scoring with a glancing header. And then there was a red card incident. Reese James was awarded red for apparently stopping a clear goal scoring opportunity Salah converted the penalty and the game ended 1-1 so yeah I'm just going to get takes on that like um, any of y'all can shoot first like <laughs> talk to me about that game guys can go first <laughs> why though why because I'm always going first so yeah. but you are Octavian the first to be fair so you might as well you're the, yeah, you're but... the first man anyway <laughs> <laughs> yeah but then you're it always says Respect your elders, so exactly. Okay, you can go. The the Liverpool game was, you know, when you're so hyped for a game, I was just so hyped. I just thought we were just gonna just destroy Liverpool. It was looking that way in the first half, but just bad refereeing from Anthony Taylor. You looking at a still image when uh, Reese James handed the ball, but that wasn't a red card in my opinion. It's ball to hand. It's in a natural position, and it was just, it was just, it just ruined the game. As Tuchel said, it got they got away with something with an easy goal. But as a Chelsea fan, it was a positive. It felt like a win in, in the end, given everything that happened. Uh, I get that. And Diggy, what's your take then? Yeah, I think what guys said, everything was spot on, man. The ref, Anthony Taylor, listen, he's always under an agenda against Chelsea. We've seen, all seen the picks. Every single time Chelsea plays, he's always at the center of attention, man. And and it's embarrassing, honestly. Like I said, I was really pumped for the game. And I genuinely thought that we we're going to wipe out Liverpool. And it did look like that. After we scored the first goal, we were clearly the better side. Of course, our decision-making was very poor. At times, we could have been 2 or 3 now up. Then the penalty came. That's... Penalty came up. Listen, for me, I looked at it. 
it looked like a 50-50. I did, I did think it was a penalty, but a red card for me is like, I don't know, it was a bit too harsh, man. But then again, I also went back and thought like, really, has any goal line clearance with the hand ever not been a red card, you know, that type of mm-hmm. thing. But yeah, it's one of those ones like, yeah, I guess everyone's got their own opinion. For me, it's I definitely, as I said, it's a penalty. I don't think it's a red card. As guys said, if it is die first, then it is his end. Then yeah, it just happened. So yeah, man, it it ruined the game for for me. An exciting game I was looking forward to. But then again, we came out of that game with one point. I was very happy about that. You know, it's Anfield. It's not an easy place to go get three points. But Liverpool struggled to create any chances against us in the second half, which is just a testament to how well we're drilled and how well this team um, knows their role. So, yeah, man, this is what it is. We move on. We're hopefully at the bridge. We'll, we'll get our revenge and we beat them comfortably. Yeah, um, I'm sure we are going to circle that fixture, you know, like, and say, okay, yeah, we're, we're definitely going to get ours back. But yeah, like, I think on the biggest bit of controversy, like, I think I, I agree with everyone on the fact that that game was literally ours. I think we dominated Liverpool at Anfield and not many teams can say that, right? But on the red card incident, I'll be brutally honest with you guys. I don't think Anthony Taylor did anything wrong there. Diggy mentioned it. Let me let me explain why. Diggy mentioned it that when was the last time you saw a goal line clearance where someone handled the ball, right? And you award foul slash penalty and you don't see a red card that close to the line. I think it's one of those things like where you can argue in terms of like maybe movements and actions, and you can say that like, yeah, maybe it wasn't it wasn't his intention. I I completely agree. Probably wasn't his intention, but the fact that like I think Gaz even said it. Maybe it's also the video that makes it look absolutely terrible in slow motion. But if you see that video, you can you know like see that the ball hit his thigh, yes, and then it went up, and then you could see like whether it was intentional or not. But you could definitely see that re scooped the ball with his right hand, like. The only reason the ball went in that direction was because of Reese James's arm getting scooped up. And if you see something like that on video at least five times, as a ref, I feel like you're obligated to get a red card. You're obligated to give a foul and a red card, otherwise your license is out. Like that's my take. But yeah, I think when it comes to the second half performance, that's a, that's about as resilient as you want to be. Liverpool's best chances came from long shots. So yeah, as a Chelsea fan. I'm really happy with that. And yeah, but Liverpool will be very disappointed. Oh, definitely. Did you did you see Klopp's press conference? You're saying that, like, yeah, they could have I think it was very childish from him. He said he said that um Tuchel could have put four at the back and tried to be aggressive. And I'm just like, dude, he's got 10 men. Like I don't really understand what logic he was trying to use to like you to try put Chelsea on the front foot, even though we had one less player. He's acting like we're playing against Burnley or you know some other that, team. The, the eye surgery didn't work. <laughs> the eye surgery didn't work. But yeah, I found that I found that kind of childish from Klopp. I mean, uh, I can stand to be corrected if like if there's actually like a logical opinion to this, but yeah, like. I thought I thought that was childish from Klopp, but yeah, that's the game. Um, 
that's how it is and i think like with the with how like touchy feely this situation is i feel like it's right it's only right that the next game we discuss is another game that had a red card and that's when uh, arsenal visited city <laughs> oh my days why are you coming to me first <laughs> that is just <laughs> after last just week like, I... yeah i feel like you'll have you will have one of the funnier takes. Um, after last week, people were in my DMs, bro. Like, <laughs> oh, why are you, why are you trolling our team like that? But I was just like, come on, guys, let's relax a bit. I mean, listen, bro. I expected Arsenal. First of all, I didn't expect them to score. On last week's pod, you guys heard me loud and clearly that these guys are not going to score the ATR. They're gonna pick mm-hmm. their goal of the month from that six 0 win against West Brom or the training sessions, bro. And this is it, bro. This is exactly it. Five now, the Etihad. And yeah, man, you can't really say anything against it because the Shaka red card, it was a definite red card. It was stupid, very silly. And from there, it was just downhill, you know. Ten men, of course, the score was ready. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, it was 2-0 with 11 men. But after that, with the ten men, you just knew it was going to go one way. And that's the city way. So, man, listen. It's a peak, it's peak down there in North London, but I'm not even going to lie to you, man, because I, I don't know what's what's going on. Arteta, he's looking like, yeah, he's definitely looking like the Spanish Tony Pulis, bro. No cap, trading on thin ice. He looks totally out of his depth. Like, it's gotten to that point that I don't think he knows what he's doing anymore. I mean, I, I sent you, I think I sent you guys the, the lineup before the game, and he was playing Shaka. And I think Smith Rowe in midfield in a 3-4-3. And I'm like, yeah. you're playing a number 10 in a central midfield against Man City. We're going to dominate and keep the ball. I was like, it, it, I just, from there, I just saw it going one way, bro. So it's crazy, man. I just think he just doesn't know what to do with this team. And I think it's just a matter of time now, bro. Because, yeah, those guys, they're going down. Yeah, man, it's peak. I don't know what's going there in North London. But, yeah. Expected questions to be asked from Mateta. <laughs> nah, he's, he's going to be out of a job soon. I call I call it by halfway through the season, you'll be out of a job. That's, did, that's my take. Did you guys see the, the pillow picture where you, said, where you said London is calling? Ah, uh, really? Yeah, I think you tweeted it out a couple of hours ago. It was like, London is calling. Ah, I was like, man. Damn, <laughs> no, Pelo needs to respect himself. <laughs> Imagine like himself twerking for Arsenal, I think Perlo's in a position where he wants to prove himself again. He needs to go Lumberg, bro. Get someone like that. Vieira, get the, that that type. Of, get your legends in there. Yo, you guys are on the run the Frank Lampard tape again. Less. Now, if it's happening to Arsenal, I'll gladly run it back. I'm not even going to lie to you. Yeah. Another, another. I think, like, the third game that we'll quickly go over before we go into the transfers, because I feel like the transfers were really everything this, especially with the deadline being in, like, a few hours. Um, I feel like the transfers did a lot, but, like, the final game we'll discuss so that I don't get sued is the Wolves-United game, where United won that 1-0 and have now made the standings a little bit more interesting. You know, the only team with a 100% win record is Spurs. Crazy, that. And then, like, six. They broke the record, bro. They broke, seven points. they broke the record. Yeah, I think they've got the most away wins, if I'm not mistaken, 29 games unbeaten. 
Oh, okay. That's yeah. That's a good record. That's a respectable record. And I think with Nuno at the helm right now, I don't know what they're gonna do with the Kane situation. It looks like they're gonna. It looks like they're gonna keep Kane for in the next few hours and until January. But yeah, um, it looks like you know they've found their bearings and they look like a good team, which is hard to say. But yeah. Um, we'll just see how they're going. But back to the United game. Did did any did any of you guys watch it? Yeah, I watched it. I watched it. Uh, it was more or less the same thing, really, from United. I think it was the same as Southampton. You know, the, they were trying to play more or less the same way. They always play counter attack, which doesn't work on teams that like to sit back. So, yeah, against Wolves, Wolves. I think Wolves should have comfortably won that game. The chance they had were plenty. I mean, Traore, man. Like, in the first half alone, fam. In the first half alone, bro. It was crazy. Traore, the amount of space he has been given. Like, I swear this guy could be a top player. If only he had the end product. It's just, it's just so bad. Like, if I was his girlfriend, I would be so worried, bro. Like, real <laughs> talk. I'm not even capping. It's, it's peak, man. But now yeah, Wolves should have won that game. I think, as I said, they had them plenty of chances. That double save from De Gea was just one of them as well. Shout out. But yeah, man, United ended up getting um, a late winner, Greenwood, with a, with a very good goal. I think a lot of people are discrediting it because saying uh, the keeper made a mistake. Yeah, I mean, the keeper could have done better, but then people need to realize that Greenwood is that type of player. Like, he always takes his shots um, quickly. So keeper never has time to react. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a very good goal from Greeno. Three and three for him. Yeah, man, yeah. United ended up getting a scrappy win, but it wasn't convincing. So, yeah, it's more or less the same with them. Right now, it doesn't look like they're getting a midfielder. So, it's going to be interesting to see, like, how they continue on with the season now with um, Ronaldo coming into the squad, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, is he going to lift the squad? Um, let me rephrase that. He's going to lift the squad. He's going to be that game changer, but it also raises a lot of questions that we will talk about when we talk about transfers. So, yeah, man, it was a scrappy win, but yeah, three points is three points. Yeah, exactly. And I think um, with the, with this early in the season, I think the results is better than the performance. The performance is something that you can insult out after the international break. Well, that would be my take. Um, Gaz, did you watch the game? Yeah, I did. It was a, it was a great game. It was a lot of intensity, but you you saw the particular problem United has. They have no style of play and they and they struggle to control games and they always get bailed out by a moment of brilliance as usual. Yeah, I can I, I can completely understand the fact about controlling the game. Like, I don't even like you guys, like I, that first half I thought, yeah, Wolves should have run away with it. One Bissaka, excellent saving uh, chance um, in the first half as well. Like, they... The defense was a straws, but it did come up clutch to a certain extent. Also helped with Wolves being incompetent in front of goal. For that reason, I am taking out him and his out of my fantasy. I see no hope in that man. But like, yeah. Um, I think I actually have beef with United fans. <laughs> Lay out your beef, cuz. Lay out your beef. Well, listen, we've got the no. fucking knife, man. <laughs> Thing is, they act like they're not title challengers. But if if you look at their team, their team is so stacked. How can they say yeah. they're not title challengers? They've just yeah. got Ronaldo, Varane, Sancho. They've got uh, Dan James out the club. Diallo. 
Everything is just there. Good defense. Everything. But when you ask them, they're like, nah, 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 nah. Trying to, trying to sneak one over on us. We, but we, we're awake here, bro. <laughs> I love that. We're awake. Like, yeah, it's just, I think they're saying that mainly, mainly because of the manager, perhaps. Like, I don't know. But I think with, now with Ronaldo, especially there, I think they can just, you know, do as they're done. Just let the players just take over. And yeah, especially the offensive players. That midfield probably still needs a bit of help. But dude, when you've got a front, when you've got a front like that, then uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Wait, wait, we've got we've got breaking news here. Is I don't know if Diki is actually just capping or he's actually speaking facts. What's this what what's this Griezmann back to Atleti type beat Diki? Yeah, he's back to Atleti, bro. I refuse. Naruto, loan deal, I'm telling you. There ain't no way. I'm telling you, man. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, they're in talks. Fabrizio the Goat just confirmed it. Here we go. Really? Yeah. On Twitter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On Twitter. That is crazy. Joao, Grisou, Louis. Ah, hey. Back-to-back titles, fam. Yeah, that's going to be a way. At this point, Atletico has a free run at the, at the league right now. They do. For real, bro. For real, I actually expect. Did you with buy option for forty more, fam? Fam, that's you know they they sold him for one hundred twenty million. Imagine the loss Barcelona are making. Oh, that is mad. That is crazy. Yeah, that is yeah. Six minutes ago, Fab just said, "Oh my good, that is water transfer." What a transfer. You think Atleti fans are going to be happy that he's back? No, of course, fam. It's Griezmann, bro. I think they would. Yeah, what do you mean it's Griezmann? Yeah. the home that he, that he was at. Like, I want, like this, is, this is potentially potentially a Champions League winning move, you know? Right, they won't Dude, do Champions hey. League. Relax. Champions is, League. Hey! Relax. Y'all have been hating on my takes. Y'all have been hating on my takes, but listen... Don't your agenda proper. just popped out there. Your agenda <laughs> just popped out there. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, okay, maybe not a Champions League winning move, but um, I think it would not be surprising to see them in the semifinals. Yeah, then they get knocked out by two squids teams. So, yeah. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. that can happen. That, that can obviously happen. I hope it happens. But, like, I can definitely say that they're significantly stronger. Despite despite them losing Saul, yeah, which I, I don't think is a loss because I think Marcus Llorente has come up really well. They should just stop him playing right back and actually get like a proper right back. But otherwise, that they, they're all right. Yeah, I agree. Let me see. Now we forgot what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like I'm, I'm still actually I'm looking at Griezmann's picture and I'm just like, this is crazy. Crazy, but it's true. Yeah. So now, now I'm just on Fab's page because like this guy is moving mad. So 28 minutes ago, he just confirmed that Real Madrid failed to get Mbappe. Yeah, oh yeah, then, and then yeah. No, you can you can say what you're trying to say. I'll go off that. Oh yeah, and then um thing, uh, Nunez has signed for PSG. 
Oh, that left back, he, he's crazy though. He's crazy. Yeah, he's, he's crazy good. It's a loan. It's a loan with a forty more buy option. Yes, yeah, make it, fam. Where's FFP when you need them, bro? Like, <laughs> this is illegal, fam. Bro, PSG. <laughs> now, if I'm if I'm saying that this is not even the champions, these guys, if they don't win the Champions League, if they don't win the World Cup, this is a disappointing season. Fam, that's a super team, man. It is a super team. I don't even know why they were pushing for Super League, bro. PSG's already done it for the gang. But that team is unbeatable. And it's they all they can only beat themselves. But That's they've the got bottle, they've got the bottle legend themselves. They are managing the team, so I won't yeah, be surprised if, got if the they bottle get... legend and ish, yeah, yeah. If Porsche doesn't win, yeah, I think things they've got they've got no defense. Keep him back. Keep yeah, but the defense is solid, though. No, that's showing in the league. Have you not seen how much they've been conceding in the league? Yeah. Wait, actually check this out. Yeah, but then think about it. Most of the players aren't bad, bro. Like, is is, is Sergio Ramos even playing it? Nah, he's not. No, like, not I, th- I think Marquinhos played his first game, um, on the weekend, and came as well. Yeah. When they got banned by Marshall Monetti. No, they didn't get banged. They want to know. What you saying? Oh, they want to know. So where was yeah. the man celebrating? Yeah, uh, it's one of those. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know those those ones, man. Yeah, <laughs> one of them ones. Yeah, nah, it's not yeah. You see, they don't have most of the defenders, so now they're back. Add Messi to the mix, fam. Mendes, hey, that is a super team. If we're being honest, on they're probably like fourth fourth favorites in my opinion, bro. Without being about? honest, obviously Chelsea, City, Bayern, then PSG. Oh yeah, Bayern as well. The Bayern have also done what they normally do, and they copped a player from they copped a player again from Leipzig. They copped Marcel Sabitzer. Bayern is there, bro. Bayern is all. Oh, yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah, I just agreed. It's think... always a team that you have to consider to be among to be in the mix. Thing that front line is just too scary for PSG, yeah. But they won't press, they won't defend, so that's that's the, the only good thing. Dude, the fact that these guys have the capabilities of bringing either Di Maria or Mbappe off the bench. True. Uh, and the Di Maria or Mbappe off the bench, respect Mbappe. Yeah. Now respect Di Maria. What you talking about? No, you see, you see, right there, right exactly. I don't know who I'm starting there. I don't know who I'm starting. Dude, um, we're talking about a 200 million pound player here for Di Maria. Uh, uh. At 200 million euros. Hey, 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 hey. At 200 million pounds is a spend. But like, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Like, especially with, in terms of price tags, Mbappe is the surefire starter. But, Dude, you always don't respect Mbappe. Uh. Uh, Your agendas. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't have agendas against Buffy, bro. Dude, man is the top goal scorer in the team, top assist in the team. Oh, he, my days. Here he we go again. Dog <laughs> Messi Day. He is the man at PSG. Oh, oh. You'd oh rather my. bench Neymar. Neymar was just there to bring Messi Day. He oh, served no, his purpose. Oh my, nah. <laughs> Nah, 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 nah. Less of that. Less of that. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. You know what, yeah? I agreed with all the top goal scorer, cool. Assist, cool. And all that. Now it's, it's better than, nah, no way. Um, no way. It's not a chance. 
he can't even lace his right boot. Who? Hey, well, well, now we're moving on. We're moving on. <laughs> He's running away from the grind. Come on, guys. <laughs> Man, I've said my piece. The listeners need they they need more topics. Sorry, even the grind. Now it's cool. Fine, fine. Now that one's for for say that for a rainy day. Say that for a rainy day. Yep. Ah, but the chances are mad though. The chances are mad this season. Yeah, this has been the best transfer window ever. Ever, dude. Ever. Now they I I don't think we officially said it. So again, I don't want to be sued. So yeah. Nah, Cristiano Ronaldo went from Juventus to Man United. Just, just so that I can get it off the table. What do you guys think about that move, though? I don't know. A lot of United fans are mad that um thing. Uh, are mad that they didn't sign a CDM. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know how they're going to run that. I mean, surely Ronaldo's going to paper over the cracks of a, over a, of a position, in my opinion, right? But, yeah, the way that people were really concerned, especially United fans, about that CDM role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I hear that. No, it's... It's a great signing. They needed yeah. that. They needed that for the uh, fan base. Agreed. They needed some goodness in the fan base. He will score t- more than twenty goals in the league. That's for definite. Mm. Bruno is going to suffer. Yeah, I see that as well. You're right. Worried about Greenwood. I think Sancho will enjoy playing with Ronaldo the most. Yeah, yeah. That actually makes a ton of sense. Yeah, Even different. sure, Pogba. A lot of players are going to improve. Do you think now puts more pressure on Oli? Um, let me rephrase it. Do you think the pressure is now on Oli? It was it was there before, but do you think now like he has to win a Champions yeah, League or a Premier League? Not even nah, not, not even these to. lesser cups. If the nah. FA Cup's not a lesser cup, but like the Carabao Cup or these other ones. But do you think he has to win either Premier League or Champions League? Of course, with the amount of investment and the amount of expectations. Already before the season even started, they, he was under pressure. Now you've got one of the best centre-backs in the world. Now you've got one of the best youngsters in the world. Now you've got the GOAT in your team. You're one of your best ever Manchester United players back in your team. You have to win something. You have, And I don't see them winning anything, so you can kiss that goodbye. After all that yeah. hype. <laughs> After all the hype, it's like, now nah, they're not winning anything. <laughs> Dude, no, I'm think, being realistic. I think at minimum, Ole has to take that FA Cup. Minimum. But do you think that's going to be enough to like, think to about keep it? Him like, in his job, definitely. That FA Cup, that FA Cup will keep him in his job. Even if, like, obviously, FA Cup has to be coupled with the, not the Champions League appearance. So, so let, let's just say FA Cup top four jumped out round of. 16 or quarterfinals in the championship. No, but being realistically, yeah, I think you're right. If they're in the title race and they just lose out narrowly or they make the semifinals and they win FA Cup, he can be in the job. Mm, but if they that... do last season out the out of the group stage, not even hitting finals or anything like that, or losing in the final again, that would be very bad for him. Yeah. So yeah, I think. Obviously, there's a, I think when it comes to teams that have to win a trophy in the Premier League, the pressure is on United more than any other team. And I think it comes to the territory. You sign Ronaldo, you expect him to win trophies. You know, it's, it's just something that comes part and parcel. Yes, he came off a bad season with Juve, but like Dickie said, it's not a case of if Ronaldo will lift United. It's about how much he will. So, yeah, 
And I think this will show whether United has correctly slandered for being improvement FC or if it was actually like, you know, a build up to a strong platform. But yeah, we'll we'll tell that. We'll we'll just see with time. Is there any other like important transfer that we missed? Ah, but Oh, yeah, Camavinga's in Madrid. That one is uh I didn't expect that. Of course, I thought maybe next season. I didn't expect it this season, man. Yeah. Um, I think it's like just because of the movements. Yeah. Like, Saul. Oh yeah. Nigues. Yeah, he's he I think he's an interesting, he's an interesting buy. Um an interesting loan rather. I think and he's gonna hit the ground running at Chelsea. I like that. I, I like the sound of that rather. <laughs> but yeah, it's it, it's it's really cool to have a midfielder like that. I, I'm really happy because you know, like especially this announcement came directly after Kante's injury was confirmed, you know. So how long yeah, is Kante out for? I have no idea. They they did a ZH type thing where we don't know, but hopefully it's short, you know. Yeah, then I'm not too sure. I, I think I was telling Bads before, like I'm not too sure on this whole deal, man. Like for me, I don't know, man. It's not too convinced. Maybe maybe it's his form in the last couple of seasons that's putting me off. Yeah, his form has been compared to his peers, compared to Yorente, compared to Koke, he hasn't been playing well. Yeah, I think that's why. Because I know I used to watch him like a lot back in the day, I think 2016, 2017. Yeah, when he yeah, when he was 21, he was doing a massive. Yeah, when he was lighting it up, then I think in the last couple of seasons where he's played in a number of positions, I think even last season when Simeone changed his system and he started playing like a, a back three, he was playing left wing back, right wing back, center mid, number 10. So he didn't like have a set position. So I think that's where like his form really dipped. So I think that's where my concern is like, why are we buying someone so that we can come to a club and hopefully we can resurrect him when we've already got options within the club where we can resurrect them. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know. I hope he is the guy. As I said, he's now playing for Chelsea, so I'm going to support him and I hope he has the ground running. But it's just a weird signing for me, not going to lie. Things Tuchel is a genius and he will make him way better. That's one thing guaranteed. Yeah, you're yeah. right, bro. Yeah. That's the one factor I'm, I'm backing is Tuchel. Other than that, yes, it looks very sketchy, but Tuchel, you make a plan. Yeah, that's 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 my thing as well. Like I'm I'm really struggling to see how he's going to fit into the game plan. But yeah, if anyone can do it, it's Tommy T. T T standing for two trophies. <laughs> or T T standing for the truth, Brad. What are you telling me? <laughs> the truth. <laughs> that's another good one. Who had the best transfer window? Crystal Palace. Ooh, pa- West Ham. Even West Ham have been wavy. Yeah. They, they oh, just signed. Leicester. Yeah. Leicester as well. Oh, yeah. Pats on Daka. They even signed, what's his name? I don't know. Did they sign? They signed Lookman as well. Leicester, if I'm not mistaken. Was that ever? They signed Daka, Lookman. Who's the other guy again? Um, That's Sumare guy. Sumare, yes. He has been signing so many players. Agreed. They, they're real. doing well for themselves. Even Vestergaard as well. Oh, yeah, Vestergaard also. Oh, yeah, that was a good replacement for, or a good temporary replacement for Fofana. No, Do you I think City would be happy? Are City fans happy with their transfer window? No. Nah, I've seen a lot of them saying, some of them are content because I think Pep knows how to work around without having a striker. But then I think some of them 
just wanted that comfort of having a number nine, a, a certified number nine. Mm. So I don't know. Yeah, um, it's a bit fifty fifty. Just keeps on with the form that he's going with. Things can work. Yeah, yeah. He's just playing out down the wing. So yeah, man. I don't know. It's hard to tell, but I think even if they don't get a striker, regardless, City is still gonna start pad and score. But I think in like in Champions League in the crunch time moments, they're gonna need a striker. I think that's where it might come back and and bite them. Maybe they wait in the long game. We'll see what they do in January. But who they who they sign though, bro? That's the thing. If they're gonna do the long game, because boy, Holland is there as well. But then if I'm if I'm if I'm being honest, like. If I'm looking into the future, you know, if Mbappe goes to Madrid, Holland could either do the PSG move or Madrid could be like, you know, let's do double trouble. And let's buy both of them. Because mm-hmm. Mbappe's on a free and Holland's release cause is 75 more. I could see that happening. I'm not even going to lie to you. Yeah, Holland is open. I think, if anything, I think the reason why the Ronaldo to City talks broke down is because they're waiting for Holland. It could be. It could it could be. Then now now it's just like, you know, just guessing. It's a guessing game. But um yeah, I know that it's gonna be open season for that man. I know Chelsea's not gonna be involved because you know we've already got a world class striker. But yeah, yeah um, the best striker in the league, bro. So. Yeah. Just close it up. Hey Sean, Sanzi, what that's the best striker in the league? You is now like third best. Oh, who, who's above him? Who? Ronaldo, Kane. Ah, okay. Ronaldo's counted as a striker. Yeah, I can. Yeah, even yeah. Kane, I can. I can understand that. Nah, but Loki and Loki, it's Kane the best as usual. Yeah, <laughs> for keeping hundred, that's Kane, man. We'll, I will. We'll let the goal tallies discuss that. We'll let the goal tallies discuss this. Exactly. Man, the same goal tallies, you know. Hey, but what happened with what happened with F1? Like, oh, but, oh yeah. like, I, I know we talked about this, yeah, but I didn't understand. Please explain to me, like, how the two lap yeah. run was gonna work. Oh, yeah, okay. So, let me tell you guys like a quick recap of what happened uh, during the Formula One this weekend. So, um, as most people in Europe know, would know, the weather was absolutely rubbish this weekend, right? Um, even like on Friday, on on Friday, Saturday and Sunday, like yeah, no, no, Saturday and Sunday especially, the weather was rubbish, right? So what happened on Sunday is that um, the race was meant to start at three, but then they kept on delaying the race because what? It was raining too much. Well, no, it, no, they started the race at like almost before three because you know how the formation lap is done before three. Yeah. So yeah. they did the formation lap. Perez crashed because it was raining too much, right? Then they said, okay, we're going to delay. So obviously, like, when you red flag, that's going to take a bit of time, right? So the re- they red flagged the race. The They took their time. As they took their time waiting for the gap, for the rain to get less, it on- the rain only started getting worse, right? So as the rain started getting worse, they thought, okay, you know what? They found a little pocket again, right? And then they tried to race again, a formation lap. But the racers, everyone except the staff, and said they couldn't see anything. Like they couldn't see anything, like at all, right? They were just they were using racing lines and prayer, right? So what happened at the end of it all is that they red flagged the session like three more times, and then Max Massey, 
Michael Massey said, ah, listen, guys, we can't do this anymore. So, like, in the number of times that they did formation laps, they went up to three laps. And that's not three or four laps. And that's the exact number of laps that you need to quali- to classify it as a Grand Prix, a half Grand Prix. So, basically, the top 10 were given half points. So, if you look at the driver's log right now, I think Sainz got, like, Sainz, Verstappen, and Hamilton, they've got, like, 0.5s on their scores. And obviously, George Russell got like his second points, his second place points because he came second in quali. So yeah, basically, it was just it was just rubbish. It was tough to watch. It was four hours of to watch four laps. Did Vettel and Schumacher were now playing soccer, and yeah, it was it was really boring. Like it was yeah, but that that's basically what happened. Yeah, I found yeah. there's no point in to continue delaying the thing, man. Like they should have just cancelled it from the first time they said. Uh, when they first put the red flag out, it was pointless trying to postpone every single time because you saw the rain was not getting better. Mm. So it was just a waste of time. Of course, I understand like you've got fans there and they they came to see people um, to race and whatnot. I understand that. But then surely enough, as the stewards, as the um, FIA, you guys should know that. But you know, here we're not going to do any race or anything. So I just found it very silly and a waste of time just to continue postponing it. Yeah, it's just that it's just tough because of the thing. Like, you know, like there were fans out there waiting in the rain, expecting a race, and yeah, that just makes things a bit more complicated. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, man, uh, what's his name? Mazepin got fastest lap, so he's the next shoemaker. Yep. Guaranteed. Yeah, the next shoemaker, man. Man like Mazepin. <laughs> But yeah, guys, I guess we can clip it off. Yeah, this was this was actually one of the more fun episodes. I didn't like the way we started. I didn't think that would end up going this far. <laughs> yeah, because you thought I was lying when I said Brizu is going back to Atleti. So exactly that that just opened the floodgates. I can't believe that happened as we were recording. Yeah, you see, Octavian the first, always the first to everything. I'm coming like Soldier Boy, first to do this, first to do that. Yeah, you already know. I was first to admit, I was first to I was the first rapper to be with Kardashian. That's what he said. It killed me. <laughs> you, you I was the first person to do all types of stuff. Ah, I saw that one. I was like, I'm this guy needs to rest, man. Man, the, beefing with you, Kanye. Oh. He needs to rest. On the, the Kanye album is amazing. Also. Yeah, just a little sidetrack. Yeah, Donda, 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 Donda. Okay, let me stop. <laughs> My men are obsessed. Let's. I'm gonna say goodbye so that these men can go and continue listening to this album. But yeah, guys, it's been nice, and we'll catch you probably this time next week.